You're listening to The Firsts, The Forerunners of Islam, the series that visits those distinguished as leaders of humanity, not only in history, but in the ranks of the next world. Dive into the stories of the giants who were the first of their kind as they rose to the occasion and became preserved inspirations for generations to come. With your host, Sheikh Dr. Omar Salaman, let's meet the firsts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, dear brothers and sisters. Welcome back to the first shorts where we are talking about some of the companions of the Prophet about whom we don't have much information, but we have a lot to learn from. And today we are with our mother, Zainab bint Khuzayma radiallahu ta'ala anha. And I want to emphasize that she is our mother. She is one of the mothers of the believers. And when you have a mother of the believers, when you have one of these wives of the Prophet you want to learn as much as you possibly can about them. Now, Zainab bint Khuzayma radiallahu anha often mixed up with Zainab bint Jahsh radiallahu anha, who, as I said, we will have a longer episode about inshallah ta'ala because there's far more extensive biographical details about her. Um, she's probably the wife of the Prophet about whom we know the least. And there's so much to talk about in terms of the lessons that we get from how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala planned for her to be married to the Prophet but there isn't much that we know about her. However, here's what we do know about her inshallah ta'ala. And we'll talk about how she ends up in the house of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Zainab is a, a name uh, that some of the scholars, they mention here, it, it comes from, obviously, you, you'll find a beautiful flower. But Zinatul Ab, it's the, the jewel of, of the father. It is a, a woman who embodies certain characteristics of beauty as well. And she is a woman, radiallahu ta'ala anha, that is only spoken of in the best of ways. She's from a tribe uh, from uh, a Najd known as Banu Hilal, uh, that is her father Khuzayma. But as far as her sisters are concerned from her mother's side, if you go back to the episode about Lubaba, uh, Umm al-Fadr radiallahu ta'ala anha, then she is one of al-Akhawat al-Mu'minat, who the Prophet mentioned, the believing sisters. So her mother is Hind bint Auf. Uh, and so what does that mean? She is a half-sister too, Maymuna bint al-Harith radiallahu ta'ala anha, who would be the last person the Prophet would marry. So Zainab bint Khuzayma and Maymuna bint al-Harith had the same mother, they were half-sisters, and the Prophet would be married to them both, but not at the same time. Uh, also, she is the sister of Salma bint Umais. So Salma bint Umais radiallahu ta'ala anha is the sister of Hamza radiallahu ta'ala, I'm sorry, the wife of Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So again, Salma bint Umais, Maymuna bint al-Harith, Asma bint Umais, who was the widow of Ja'far radiallahu ta'ala anhu, married to Ja'far, Abu Bakr, and Ali, may Allah be pleased with them all. Umm al-Fadl, uh, Lubaba bint al-Harith, who was the wife of al-Abbas, and the mother of al-Fadl, Abdullah ibn Abbas, Ubaidullah ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them all. Uh, Lubaba al-Sughra, who's the mother of Khalid radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and this is just scratching the surface, subhanAllah. So all of them are sisters from one mother, which is just remarkable. Now, when it comes to Zainab radiallahu ta'ala anha, Zainab bint Khuzayma, she was married to several people before the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So her first marriage was to a man by the name of Tufayl ibn al-Harith ibn Abdul Muttalib. Tufayl ibn al-Harith ibn Abdul Muttalib, who's a cousin of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. At some point, he divorced her, okay? So Tufayl is her first husband. 
after he divorced her. At some point, she was then married to his brother, who was a believer, a great companion, Ubaidah ibn al-Harith radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And we will talk about Ubaidah ibn al-Harith radiallahu anhu uh, before we, we complete this series of the shorts. So her first husband was Tufail, her second husband, the great companion, uh, the brother of Tufail, Ubaidah ibn al-Harith radiallahu ta'ala anhu, who died in the Battle of Badr, uh, or right after the Battle of Badr. Then after Ubaidah, she was married to Abdullah ibn Jahsh radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the cousin of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the great companion that we spoke about, um, you know, just, just a couple of episodes ago. And the brother of Zainab bint Jahsh, so I know this gets confusing. So Abdullah ibn Jahsh was married to Zainab bint Khuzayma and his sister was Zainab bint Jahsh, who would also be married to the Prophet at some point. So she is the widow of Abdullah ibn Jahsh obviously after the Battle of Uhud. Now there's something that, uh, that actually caught my attention only this time around and I've lectured about her before, which is SubhanAllah that uh, Hamza radiallahu anhu and Abdullah ibn Jahsh radiallahu anhu were buried in the same grave as we spoke about with Uhud. And the widows uh, of Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu and uh, Abdullah ibn Jahsh radiallahu anhu were sisters. Okay, so Salma bint Umais, who's the widow of Hamza, is the sister of Zainab bint Khuzayma, who is the widow of Abdullah bin Jahsh. May Allah be pleased with them all. So after the Battle of Uhud, you know, there is this renewed energy and spirit of marrying the widows. Okay, and, and this shows in the Quran, some of the revelation of the Quran, and certainly the actions of the Prophet and what the Prophet was encouraging uh, his companions to do, to step up and to marry the widows of Uhud or some of the orphans of Uhud uh, that, that, uh, that would become famous later on. Zainab radiallahu anha has been married three times already. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam sees her and he proposes to her alayhi salatu wasalam in the month of Ramadan, four years after Hijrah. Okay, so she is married to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the month of Ramadan, four years after Hijrah. This was shortly after the marriage to Hafsa radiallahu ta'ala anha. So the Prophet approached her and the mahar was 400 dirhams uh, again. And that was a marriage that was solidified in Ramadan. And what we have at that point is that she moves into the hujurat. She moves into the home with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And she will only get to spend a few months with him alayhi salatu wasalam. And there are a few things to, to mention here. Her nickname is Ummul Masakin, the mother of the poor. And this nickname of Ummul Masakin is not something that only happened in Islam. And remember the Prophet said that people are like precious stones. The best of you in the days of ignorance are the best of you in Islam if you have understanding. So she was a woman that was known as the mother of the poor, Ummul Masakin, before Islam. Islam only obviously cemented that and made it an even more established part of her personality, right? Because now she has the incentive of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seeking the hereafter as well. So they said that Zainab radiallahu ta'ala anha, there would never be any food that would stay in her home past the day. You know, any extra food that she had would go and she would often sleep hungry because she would give away whatever, whatever was in her home. And this was true in Mecca, and this is true in Medina, and this is true with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And subhanAllah, we have you know, one incident that's narrated where Rasulullah was, uh, was, was touched 
by her generosity and uh, you know, giving away everything that they had in the home that night. And you can imagine if Rasulullah of course, is known as being more generous than the blowing wind in Ramadan. You know, as Abdullah ibn Abbas ta'ala says, the Prophet وسلم, was always generous. But when Ramadan came, Jibril, when Jibreel would meet him, then he was more generous والسلام, than a blowing wind. So I, I, I think to myself, what would it have been like in the house of Rasulullah and Zainab bint Khuzayma in Ramadan? Okay, imagine the charity and the generosity that was coming out of that home. And subhanAllah, qadrullah wa masha fa'al by the, uh, by the, the uh, decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, she died just three months after being married to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Three months, subhanAllah, where she got to be with the Prophet sallallahu one of those months being Ramadan when they got married. And the only thing that we know of her is her generosity, Ummul Masakin, the mother of the poor passed away. The ulama mentioned a few things here. Number one, this is the only other wife that the Prophet would bury with his own two hands in his lifetime. So after Khadija radiallahu anha, this is the only one that the Prophet himself will bury, which obviously is you know, a unique form of pain and obviously a unique blessing for her. Number two, she is the only one of the, or she's the first of the wives of the Prophet in the row of the wives of Rasulullah in Al-Baqir, in the, in the graveyard in Al-Madinah, in Jannat Al-Baqir. Uh, the wives of the Prophet are lined up. She is the first one to be there. And then the wives of the Prophet would pass away and they would all be buried in that spot except for uh, Maymuna radiallahu anha afterwards who would not pass away there. So all of the wives of the Prophet with the exception of Khadija and Maymuna, may Allah be pleased with them, are buried there in Al-Baqir and Zainab was the first one in that row. Uh, after she passed away, Umm Salama radiallahu ta'ala anha, she, she, she was the next wife that the Prophet married and she said that he married me and I, I moved into the home of Umm al-Masakin, uh, Zainab bint Khuzayma radiallahu ta'ala anha. And one of the, the, the greatest lessons that we take from this, by the way, uh, something that one of my teachers mentioned, subhanAllah, the hadith of the Prophet wasallam, that nothing extends a person's lifespan like charity. Okay, so the Prophet وسلم, mentioned that giving charity, in one narration he mentioned, Siddhat al-Rahim, establishing good ties amongst relatives, family. One narration he mentioned, Dua, extends a person's lifespan and gives a person a greater share of their time on earth so that they could increase their share in the hereafter. SubhanAllah, Zainab bint Khuzayma only got three months of her life with the Prophet And it may be that her being Ummul Masakin, her spending on the poor and her being known for that was a means by which her lifespan was increased. In any case, obviously that is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we, we don't know the answer to that, except to say that look at the barakah that came in her life as a result of her spending, the blessing that came in her life as a result of her spending for the sake of Allah, surely that was uh, something that the Prophet saw and an honor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wished to bestow upon her. And we see that today, our mother Zainab radiallahu ta'ala anha bint Khuzayma, though we don't have much information about her, we want to know everything we can about our mother and we pray for her, we make dua for her and we love her and we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to be with her and we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to inculcate in our own lives that habit of spending upon the poor. 
What does it take in this day and age to be the father of the poor or to be the mother of the poor or to be the brother or sister of the poor? So think of it in that way when the Prophet ﷺ used to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for hubbal masakin, that Allah bestow him the love of the poor. What an honorable woman that she was named the mother of the poor radiallahu ta'ala anha. Uh, may Allah be pleased with her and all of the wives of the Prophet Jazakumullah khairan, inshallah ta'ala. We'll see you next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This podcast was brought to you by Yaqeen Institute for Islamic Research. Dismantling doubts and nurturing conviction, one truth at a time. Tune in every week for the next episode. And don't forget to subscribe to this channel and share with friends. Until next time, this has been The Firsts, The Forerunners of Islam.